Today on Good Morning Grand Rapids, Michigan voters can now apply for absentee ballots. Michigan Bureau of Elections recommends abortion proposal for ballot. And student loan forgiveness plan could bring relief to 1.4 million Michigan residents. Good morning, Grand Rapids. Today is Friday, August 26th, and this is episode number four of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, bringing you a quick news update for the greater Grand Rapids area every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. Stay tuned for today's news. Good Morning Grand Rapids is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. InPhase Media produces podcasts in sync with your business goals and values in order to create a podcast that can increase brand awareness, strengthen community relationships, and drive business growth. Go to InPhaseMedia.co to learn more about what a podcast can do for your business. According to the Secretary of State's office, Michigan voters are now able to apply for absentee ballots for the November 8th general election. All voters who are registered in Michigan can vote absentee. There are no reasons needed to apply for absentee voting, and there are no prerequisites for absentee ballot approval. You can apply online at michigan.gov vote or print an application form from the website and then mail, email, or deliver it to your local clerk. Voters who are choosing to vote by mail are encouraged to send in their applications as soon as possible to avoid postal delays. There is also an accessible electronic ballot option for voters with disabilities. People may apply online for those at michigan.gov slash accessible ballot. Once applications are received and approved, absentee voter ballots will be sent through the mail starting September 29th. Early in-person voting will also be available in clerk's offices starting on the same date. The Michigan.gov website features a ballot tracking tool that lets voters check when the clerk has received their absentee ballot request, when the ballot has been mailed out, and when the clerk receives the ballot back from the voter. In 2020, roughly 60% of the 5.5 million voters in Michigan cast their ballot through absentee voting, while 27% of voters chose to vote absentee in the 2016 elections. To learn more about absentee voting, visit michigan.gov vote. The Michigan Bureau of Elections gave its stamp of approval on the Reproductive Freedom for All ballot proposal a campaign that submitted the most signatures for any ballot drive in the state's history, totaling more than 752,000 confirmed signatures. The elections board recommended that the Board of State Canvassers approve certification for the November ballot. The Board of State Canvassers' next meeting is August 31st. The ballot proposal would enshrine reproductive rights in the state constitution, including the right to have an abortion and use birth control, regardless of any changes at the federal level. It would also prohibit state and local government officials from interfering with those reproductive rights. Supporters of the ballot proposal say it is necessary to protect women's reproductive rights. Sarah Quaik, a reporter with the Michigan Public Radio, says, quote, This is about ensuring that no matter what happens at the federal level, women in Michigan will still have the right to make their own decisions about their bodies and their health care. 
Opponents of the ballot proposal say it goes too far and would remove important restrictions on abortions, such as the requirement that minors get parental consent before having the procedure. Michigan Rights to Life President Barbara Listing says, quote, This is a dangerous and extreme measure that would end any meaningful protections for unborn children and women in Michigan. Reproductive Freedom for All, backed by the Michigan ACLU, Planned Parenthood of Michigan, and Michigan Voices, would amend the Michigan Constitution to affirm, quote, that every person has the fundamental right to reproductive freedom, which involves the right to make and carry out decisions without political interference about all matters relating to pregnancy, including birth control, abortion, prenatal care, and childbirth. Specifically, this measure would ensure that all Michiganders have the right to safe and respectful care during birthing, everyone has the right to use temporary and permanent birth control, Everyone has the right to continue or end a pregnancy pre-viability, and no one can be punished for having a miscarriage, stillbirth, or abortion. Currently, abortion remains legal in Michigan as the courts work through a lawsuit against the state's 1931 abortion law. The Biden administration's student loan forgiveness decision could bring relief to 1.4 million Michigan residents. The Biden administration plans to forgive $10,000 per borrower and $20,000 per Pell Grant recipient who are making less than $125,000 individually or $250,000 for households. A pause on student loan repayments would also be extended one final time through December 31st. And the income-driven repayment plan is being overhauled to reduce costs for borrowers. The changes will be available to all federal student loan borrowers, regardless of when they borrowed. The decision could have big impact in Michigan, where 1.4 million residents hold a total of $51.3 billion in outstanding student debt. The move is being widely celebrated by advocates who have long pushed for debt forgiveness, including many of Biden's fellow Democrats. But it's already facing criticism from those who argue that it would be unfair to those who have already paid off their loans. And a study by CNBC and Momentum found that nearly 60% of Americans are concerned that student loan forgiveness could worsen inflation, as the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania estimated this week that a $10,000 forgiveness plan with a $125,000 income limit will cost the federal government about $300 billion. But the White House says that the long-term benefits would outweigh the costs by freeing up money that debtors could use to buy homes or start businesses. The debt forgiveness plan is scheduled to take effect in August of 2022 and will apply to federal student loans held by about 42 million Americans. Private loans are not eligible for the forgiveness. Governor Whitmer celebrated the announcement, saying, quote, Nearly 700,000 Michiganders will have their debt cut in half or eliminated entirely, lifting a huge burden off of their backs. People can use these savings to buy a home, start a business, get married, or start a family. I will work with anyone to keep lowering the cost of higher education and offering more paths for Michiganders to earn a higher education tuition-free without going into debt in the first place. This has been episode number six of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, bringing you a quick news update for the greater Grand Rapids area every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. To stay up to date on the latest news, subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast platform and find us on Instagram at Good Morning Grand Rapids. 
The Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. InPhase Media produces podcasts that can help your business increase brand awareness, strengthen community relationships, and drive business growth. Learn more about what a podcast could do for your business at InPhaseMedia.co. And thank you for listening to the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast.